The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. As children, we are forever asking the question, why? Yet, at some point, as we move into adulthood, the question gets easily answered with something similar to, just because. Why did we stop asking why? Welcome to the Mickey Ellison Show, a program where we not only strive to answer those why questions, but we'll find out how to ask more and not settle for just because. Now, here's Mickey Ellison. Ray, people will come, Ray. They'll come to Iowa for reasons they can't even fathom. They'll turn up your driveway, not knowing for sure why they're doing it. They'll arrive at your door, as innocent as children, longing for the past. Of course, we won't mind if you look around, you'll say. It's only $20 per person. They'll pass over the money without even thinking about it. For it is money they have, and peace they like. Ray, just sign the papers. And they'll walk out to the bleachers. Sit in shirt sleeves on a perfect afternoon. They'll find they have reserved seats somewhere along one of the baselines. Where they sat when they were children and cheered their heroes. And they'll watch the game. And it'll be as if they'd dipped themselves in magic waters. The memories will be so thick that I'll have to brush them away from their faces. Ray, when the bank opens in the morning, they'll foreclose. People will come, Ray. You're broke, Ray. You sell now or you lose everything. The one constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. America has rolled by like an army of steamrollers. It's been erased like a blackboard, rebuilt and erased again. But baseball has marked the time. This field, this game, is a part of our past, Ray. It reminds us of all that once was good, and it could be again. Oh, people will come, Ray. People will most definitely come. Good morning, and welcome to the Mickey Ellison Show. And today we are talking about my, actually, my first love of my life. And it's a, it's a privilege to, to me to have Bob Lutz on today. And most of you around the country may not know who Bob is, but Bob is a, uh, uh, Bob, what all do I say about you? You, you've written for the Wichita Eagle for, for quite some time now. Um, you've been a part of a radio show that is aired here that, that you're no longer on. I, I think you told me yesterday. Is that correct? 
That's right. Uh, let's clear this up. I'm not the person you're talking about that you've loved for a long time, right? We're no, talking no, about no. Youth, <laughs> youth baseball. We're talking about youth, it's youth baseball. baseball. Yeah, well, you're the professional at this radio thing. I've only been doing it for a short period of time. <laughs> but, uh, hey, I, I do have a bone to pick with you, uh, and we're going to do it publicly here. Everybody does, Mickey, so uh, go ahead. All right. Well, well no, actually, it's a, it's a bone to pick with, with Bruce Hurdle, not you. Okay. And uh, several years ago, I was listening to the to your radio show. For those of you that that are listening, I used to do a, a financial planning show that we we recorded once a week. And and Bob Lutz and and Bruce Hurdle had a sport a live sports show going on at the time we were recording. And Bob, I don't know if you know, I played at Vanderbilt University. I have read a little bit about you, Mickey, and I was aware of that. Yes. Well, Hurdle made a comment several years back about some kid from Wichita State transferring to Vanderbilt, and he didn't know why in the world somebody would want to do that. Do you remember uh, that? No, I don't, but uh, Vanderbilt is uh, an outstanding institution of higher learning and certainly a, a very fine baseball program. So, yeah, that, that, that uh, wouldn't, wouldn't shock me that that would happen. <laughs> but no, actually, the, the program I played in, Bob, was our press box was two folding chairs and a table on top of our dugout. Yeah, well, Vanderbilt's but, come a long way since then, obviously. All right. Well, let's get to the topic at hand today because we were um, – youth baseball is something that I'm uh, intimately involved with. I have two young boys that are eight, – one's eight years old, Jackson's eight, and Jordan is uh, 13. And the experience that, that they're having is great. And what I'm trying to pass along to them is, is more so the love of the game that – you know, my grandfather was was the first person in, in my life, along with my dad. But do you remember the old uh, textile mill le- leagues that you would read about and hear about in the South? Right. Uh, my grandfather was actually one of those guys. He was hired at a textile mill in, in uh, Belton, South Carolina, to play baseball. And that's, um, uh, that's interesting because that that goes back a long time, obviously. And yeah, that I've read. You know. The, Base, youth baseball in the South. I've heard about it, read about it, and I'm sure that's where you got your start as well, Mickey. It is, it is, and it was. You know, more of it came from from my dad and playing catch in the backyard, and and we had a, a small program. We we used to pride ourselves on the fact that I came from a town um, of about 250 people, and it actually wasn't even a town; it was a community. We had a feed and seed store, and no, uh, uh, we didn't have a red light. Um, gas station and, and there's a couple really small towns not quite as small as that at the, around that we picked our teams from and we would we snuck in one year when i was 13 and won a state championship with a with, playing against teams that had never heard of this small little community called shedder spelled like cheddar but uh um the reason i wanted you to be on the show is you guys have started a program here in wichita and and I want to talk about that program, but I also hope that it actually inspires others around the around the country that are listening to the show to do something similar to what you guys have are attempting to do now. Um, it's called League Forty Two. Tell us, tell me about League Forty Two. Well, League Forty Two is obviously uh, uh, named in the in the for Jackie Robinson, uh, who broke through all kinds of barriers in, in the game of baseball and socially and. In America, and we have great respect for what he accomplished. And uh, we feel like uh, youth baseball has kind of passed a, a large segment of the po- of the population by because it's such an expensive sport to play. Now we were talking before the show started about uh, how 
how cost-effective playing baseball was back in your youth and certainly back in when I was young. Uh, you bought a glove and a bat and, and you signed up to play in Little League or whatever. And I, I'm not sure what the cost was in those days, but it certainly wasn't anything close to what it is now. And uh, The kids that are in playing in League 42 this year come mostly from uh, the inner city, mostly from lower economic uh, status. And uh, we've made it affordable for those families and those kids to play the game of baseball. And we feel very good about that. And that's, uh, that's our goal is to involve more kids and families in this great America, American game. And uh, we've been able to do that. We have over 225 kids registered in League 42. We have 16 teams in four different age groups. And uh, we charge families $30 for their kid or kids to play. Whether you have one kid or five, the charge is $30 to play in League 42. Uh, that's, uh, that is awesome. We've, my kids have uh, – we've been fortunate enough to where they, they um, are, are able to play the game. And you mentioned it, buying a bat and a glove. Well, heck, I even remember as, as a kid, Bob, playing on a team where we had two bats. We had two bats. We had four. I think we have four helmets. And there was always that point in time in the game when the kid with the with the uh, big head came up to bat, and there was only one helmet that fit him, and the guy on second base was wearing it. Mm-hmm. And or maybe you had two kids, and and you'd have to run out there and exchange helmets. But you know, those were it was fun. We didn't think anything about it. But you know, even even in leagues around town here here in wichita and i'd imagine once you get into some of the larger cities it can it becomes even more expensive but just the league fee for uh my 13 year old if we're actually playing in 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 the best league here in town which is west urban was about 200 dollars a kit and that's not including if if your teams are playing any tournament baseball if they're playing uh you know, today you've got to have what matching hats or matching hats everybody has matching hats but matching helmets and bags and um, well, and you get the you you know you listen. I have experience at West Urban. It's a Wichita institution. My son played in West Urban back in the uh, late nineties. Uh, I'm not here to denigrate West Urban. It's it's a wonderful organization and absolutely. And I they have they have no. I, and I'm just saying they have great players that come out of West Urban and and I have nothing but respect. But you know West Urban is a, as you can for a witness Mickey how many minority kids are playing out there and how many lower income kids are playing at West Urban and that's the void we saw and uh, that's the void we're trying to fill and and right now uh, we're very uh, devoted to making League 42 successful and we feel like we are we have the support of the community and we're gaining more support as we go along yeah, and it, it's you have my support, and I'm going to say you know, I'm saying that publicly because I do want to get involved. I uh, I, I took down, um, good heavens, it was about five sets of catcher's gear a couple weeks ago because they were just laying in the back of my car, and I, I you know I, I bought them from from a former player that that plays on my older team because I didn't need them, Bob. They were selling them for fifty bucks. It was you know, it was Mizuno. Um, Good stuff, and the helmet alone would have cost probably a hundred dollars. Actually, I just got to buy two of those for my mm-hmm. older kids' team, and they are a hundred dollars. And um, you know, it, it, it's one one of those things that uh, we're playing this past weekend in, in a tournament with my older boy, and 
we got on the con- uh, on the uh, topic of League 42 because uh, the guy named the guy's name is Scott that was was umpiring the games. And I I'm over there doing my normal politicking. So if you don't know, I was a catcher in college. So we we like to politic with the with the umpires. Well, this guy wasn't calling um, the game, so we were standing around talking. And he started talking about League 42, and he made a comment to me that that uh, made sense in the fact that. As as a boy from the South and, and, and from a rural part of the South, and, and there's plenty of, of kids here in, in Kansas that are, are, are similar to, to this growing up in rural parts of the state because most of the state is rural. Um, we thought of it as a country boys game or if you were in a big city, you know, you see the, those pictures from movies and, and, and television shows of the kids playing with a, a stickball in, in, in the cities. And he goes, you know, it's a shame. It's actually gone from being a country boys game to being a country club game. And yeah, and and, and and part of that, you know, you read about the young kids playing stickball, but the game of baseball has so much disappeared in the culture now for some of these kids that they don't even have an idea how to play stickball. They don't they don't use their imagination to try to simulate the game of baseball. They just play basketball and football. And uh, maybe another sport is mixed in there occasionally, but baseball is almost uh, was almost disappearing from this culture. Uh, not even an afterthought. So that's uh, that's something that we're trying to remedy here in the city of Wichita, and I feel like uh, nationally that uh, that that our our program, League Forty Two, could really catch on, and uh, we have a, a bunch of great people that are involved and. Uh, they're all volunteers. Uh, this is a nonprofit organization, and uh, we're just uh, we're just plugging away on a daily basis. We're going to start a major fundraising campaign shortly. We want to build new facilities at McAdams Park, which is a facility here in Wichita that uh, has been a little run down over the years. A park that uh, the city of Wichita really was thinking some about closing. It's uh, it's got tremendous heritage, tremendous history. Uh, we've fallen in love with the place, and we're going to try to do our very best to renovate uh, McAdams Park and make it a real baseball facility. And uh, you know it, that that is fantastic. And, and if you want more information on, on League Forty Two, you can uh, actually you can look them up on Facebook as as League Forty Two Wichita. You can also go to MickeyEllison.com, and I've I've posted a link on the right hand side of my website uh, to League Forty Two as well and um you know you you mentioned that that it's it's a sport that has kind of gotten out of the mainstream and i think with, with major league baseball they've made some attempts with with the rbi program um and and, and it's a it's a good program but have you seen it, it seemed to me that there's more um more help coming from Major League Baseball a lot of times in, in in other countries trying to spread the game around the world. I'm not knocking that. I'm just saying that that's where a lot of the attention seems to have gone for for the last few years. Because there's uh, in the Dominican now, if you're watching uh, Major League Baseball, you know why they're they're putting uh, facilities up in the D- Dominican because there's a lot of good players that come out of the, the Caribbean area. But I mean, am I wrong there, Bob? Are you seeing that that Major League Baseball is more involved outside of the country than actually in the country? Well, the, yeah, I think you're right, and and the thing that's different is that the that those those young kids in the Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico and Colombia and you, the you know Venezuela, you go on and on, and those young kids are playing baseball. 
It's a big sport in, in those countries in Latin America. Uh, it used to be a big sport uh, for all American youth, and now that uh, that uh, that population has been cut a little bit because the game of baseball has not tried to appeal to young black kids or young Hispanic kids that live here in America. Uh, what I've noticed from League 42 is that we're a melting pot. We have boys, we have girls, we have young black kids, we have young white kids, we have young Hispanic kids all across the board. And uh, these kids are having a, an unbelievably good time playing baseball. You just you can't expect young kids from uh, these kinds of families where maybe income isn't as high to go find baseball. They're just not going to do it. They've given up. Baseball is not a part of their culture. So what you have to do, in our opinion, is take the game of baseball to them. Entice them to get involved in, in playing baseball. Make it affordable. Provide the equipment. Uh, get them on a field. Get them in a uniform. When we gave our uniforms out a couple of weeks ago, it was one of the best days of my life to see the joy and happiness on the faces of these kids getting a baseball uniform. Now they're hooked. You know, they yeah, play some baseball. It's a, it's a wonderful game. It's a tremendous game. It has well, great appeal. You just have to get kids to playing it. Well, and there's so many life lessons that come from the game. And, Bob, we're coming up on a break right now. If you want more information on League 42, you can visit their Facebook page, um, League 42 Wichita, or you can actually just click at mickeyellison.com. There's a link to League 42 on the right-hand side of my page. Can I get our fundraising information out real quickly? Yeah, any, and you can do that three more times. You're not going anywhere yet. Okay, good. All righty. Um, but we, hey, we'll do that when we get back, and I will actually post a link to that as well, um, Bob. As soon as you get me one too on my web so, website. All right. We'll see you folks in a minute. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv today. Hi, I'm Joe Swedish, CEO of WellPoint. We proudly support the March of Dimes and all they do to reduce the rate of premature birth in the United States. Though premature births have recently declined, still half a million babies are born too soon each year. We're helping the March of Dimes fund cutting-edge research and community programs that help moms and their babies live healthier lives. Please visit MarchofDimes.com and join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned to The Mickey Ellison Show. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. 
That's 1-866-472-5788. Or you can drop Mickey an email to mickey at money-planning.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Mickey Ellison Show. Today we're talking about my first love, and it's not Bob Lutz is on the show with me today. It's actually the game of baseball. My true first, my true love is my wife, uh, Nikki. But uh, um, I was introduced to the to, to baseball as, as a young kid. I started playing the game at five, and my greatest memories from actually Bob, mo- a lot of what has happened in my life has become a is a direct result of what happened. With baseball, um, I had the opportunity to play in two state play for two state championship teams in, in South Carolina, which led me to play at um, Vanderbilt University. And during the summer, I spent two years playing for the Hayes Larks and in the Jayhawk League. And it, it's a summer college league for those of you that don't are not familiar with it. And because I did that, I met my wife, and I now live in Wichita. And well, and lucky you, huh? I mean, absolutely. Who would have known that the Hayes Larks experience playing out there for Frank Leo would have gotten you uh, all these rewards? <laughs> well, the greatest reward was my wife. Well, there you go. Uh, the, the, and, and at that point in time, I was starting to, you know, when I was having that, that ter- career 260 batting average at Vanderbilt, that I might think about looking for something else in life, that the baseball career as a player was probably coming to an end soon. Yeah, well, but, uh, what year did you play out in Hayes? Played in Hayes in 91-92. Oh, okay. So you're a little before the, the Lance Berkman and Albert Pujols uh, experiment out at Hayes. That, those uh, were, were, what, around 98, 99, uh, 97, something like that. Yeah, yeah I think Frank, so. Frank's been out at Hayes a long time, and I've always, uh, always been a fan of the Hayes Larks. I like that organization. It's a fantastic organization. And you know, it reminds me of the uh, the movie Field of Dreams, and we're we're going to end the show with with a clip from it. But uh, um, do you remember the scene where uh, what was his name? Moonlight Graham was. Uh, they found him walking on the street as as uh, Ray Cancelo, and his, I think it was Ray. But anyway, the two guys were driving back from Boston, and he talked about how you could go out to the Midwest and you. Hey, you can even work day jobs while, and they'll let you play baseball at night. Do you remember that scene? Yeah, yeah, that was, that's a, obviously one of the great, not just baseball movies, but one of the great all-time movies. And I, I, my wife, that's my wife's favorite movie, actually. So, yeah, that's a, a lot of great scenes in Field of Dreams. And that, if we actually had a chance to go up there um, to the actual field. Have you been up there before? I have not, uh, and I've driven through Iowa numerous times since that movie was made, and I don't know why I haven't been pulled over to uh, uh, to take uh, to take a look. But yeah, I'm kind of ashamed of that, Mickey. <laughs> well, you need to do it at least once. And I, if you have kids or grandkids, they're they're the that's who you want to take. We we went on a trip to Chicago for a business meeting. Um, oh gosh, Jackson, my youngest, was probably three or four he hadn't even started playing organized baseball yet and i actually have i have posted a a picture on the the show uh, the facebook page to, to a couple minutes ago but we were driving back and we really had nothing to do so i'm looking on the map and my wife and i got this bright idea because i don't really blame you for it bob because it, it's not exactly 
right off of I-35, or is it 35 that goes through Iowa? Yeah, it's 35, and it's about probably 50 miles off the beaten path. So, But it's still, it's uh, there's no excuse for somebody <laughs> who loves the game of baseball not to have gone over to uh, where the Field of Dreams is. If you haven't had other folks too, if you haven't had a chance to do that, and you love baseball, it is a, it is really really cool. We we stopped by. Um, we've actually been twice now. Um, we went the first year, and it's just it, it's the pureness and the love of the game where you see a bunch of strangers out there playing playing the game together. We got to hit hit on the field. It's free. You just got to get there. And um, by the way, Bob, I have hit one ball into the corn. Just so you know that. That's uh, that. That would be a great experience. It's probably 220 feet to the corn, but uh, you know, at 43, that's about how far I can no, hit. No, that's now. not bad. <laughs> but uh, hey, you mentioned before we went to the break that you wanted to get out some information regarding uh, some of the fundraising that you guys are doing with, with League 42, and um, let's do that. And, and be sure sometime in the next day or so, if not today, give me that information so I can post it on my website as well and, and pass it out to, to other listeners or folks following us on, on, on Facebook. Well, and as, I, as we talked about before the break, we're trying to make League 42 and baseball affordable to our families. And to do that, uh, that we're going to have to depend on uh, the goodwill of people. And uh, we're going to need to raise a lot of money, not only for our new facilities that we have planned at McAdams Park, but also to continue to provide equipment for these kids and, and uniforms and that's how to sustain League 42, and to help us do that, uh, we have a post office box. It's 20051, Wichita, Kansas, 67208. And on our website, league42.org, uh, that's league42.org, we've made it very easy for people to contribute to our, to our purpose. Uh, in the upper right-hand corner of the website, there's a very easy way to click and, and to make a donation online. And that's how really we're going to sustain ourselves over a number of years is through the donations of, of uh, good people who believe in our cause. And, and uh, we're a nonprofit organization, so it's a tax-deductible donation. And we appreciate everything that uh, people do for us and for these kids. Well, and hopefully with, with you being on the show, there's someone that, that hears – Here's this. We'll be able to help you help you guys out, and as well, maybe even think about doing it in, in some of the other towns around the around the country. Now, is League 42? Are, are you is Wichita the only place where there is a League 42, or is it? Uh, are you guys? Well, is there? Let me ex- let me explain the genesis of this organization. I've I've had this thought for a number of years now, and it's been something sometimes at the back of my mind, back back of my mind. Sometimes it's come to the forefront of my mind that it's bothered me that uh, baseball does not have a place for kids in the inner city. Um, I finally uh, go back to our the old radio show that I did, Sports Daily, still on here in Wichita. I'm no longer a part of it, but we had a discussion about this a little over a year ago, and we had a bunch of calls, and really the full two hours was calls about youth baseball and why the why the sport has lost its appeal for a certain segment of the population. And we had a guy call in and say, you know, Bob, you talk a lot about this, but when are you going to do something about it? And and it really got me. And I mulled that over for a few months. And 
I finally decided that uh, the time was right, so I made a post on Facebook. And Facebook has been a huge tool for League 42. And all I said on Facebook was, who wants to join me? Who wants to help me uh, figure this out? Is, are there people out there who, who feel the same way? And we had a meeting last July 16th uh, at a place here in Wichita, an establishment. And we had five guys show up, just five guys. And, and two of those guys are still with us uh, as volunteers. One, one is the vice chairman of our organization, and, another, and the other guy is one of our coaches. Um, but five grew into probably 15, and then that grew into 25, and we're currently at about 45 volunteers who are really active with this organization, and we've got a bunch of coaches now, and the thing has just grown, and I think people understand that the, there's a need for this in not only our community of Wichita, but probably in every community in the country where baseball's kind of disappeared to a certain segment. Yeah, and and you know, in some places it's really big, but it also is is such as we've talked in the in the first segment, the cost has gotten to the point where there it just it prices kids out, and you know I think that's probably why a lot of inner city kids wind up um, making their way to the basketball court because most inner cities have a, a outdoor basketball court where all you need is a ball and a couple of buddies, and uh, um, you know, but there are so many lessons. That, that are taught with – well, each sport. I mean, every sport has its own lessons. Cause I don't want to knock basketball because I played it in high school as well, or football, either one. But, you know, baseball is America's game. And, well, and, I, uh, I, and I like you, Mickey, I love basketball. I love football. I've been a sports writer my whole life since I was a teenager, and I'm not a teenager anymore. I'm close to 60 years old. So uh, I, I believe in a well-rounded uh, sports acumen for kids. I think they ought to play as many sports as they can. This era of specialization drives me bananas because I think ultimately what you do is you burn kids out. It's a wonderful thrill to see a kid take to the game of baseball when they're five years old and play 25, 30 games and see the excitement. But by the time a lot of those kids are 15, uh, they're done. They're, they're, they've They've had the thrill. They're they're kind of done with the game of baseball. They're burned out. We have a lot of injuries in the game of baseball. We've had how many Tommy John surgeries have we seen in in Major League Baseball just this season? Well, it's not uh, just we Major League Baseball. Kids. We're sitting in high school. We're sitting in high school too. We're coming up on a break. I do want to hit on exactly what you talked about there, Bob. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about a, a friend of mine that I met several weeks ago called John, a guy named John O'Sullivan with Changing the Game Project too. They talk specifically about what you were saying in in the specialization and how those folks that are actually trying to to do what is best they think is best for their kids when in fact by specializing they may actually be hurting them. Folks, go to my website mickeyellison.com. Uh, click on the right-hand side to find out more about League 42, and if you feel led to, donate to the organization. Bob and I will be back in a minute. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. one 472 5787 That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. 
These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Hi, I'm Ed Krell, CEO of Destination Maternity. We proudly support the March of Dimes work to reduce the rate of premature birth. The numbers have gone down in the past five years, but still, nearly half a million babies are born too soon in the United States each year. We're helping the March of Dimes fund cutting-edge research and community programs to help more moms have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit MarchofDimes.com. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. You are tuned to The Mickey Ellison Show. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or you can drop Mickey an email to mickey at money-planning.com. Now back to the show. And welcome back to the Mickey Ellison Show. Where I, I Today I have Bob Lutz with me. Uh, Bob is a sports writer for the Wichita Eagle. Uh, am I getting that right, Bob? Um, yes, sir. I'm a columnist there and have been since 1996, and I've worked at the newspaper here in Wichita since 1974. And about about a year ago, I think it was, was when you guys actually started what is called Leak 42 Wichita. And I I'm really impressed with the caller that called you. You you had said you and you and your other co your co-host of your old show here in Wichita that actually still aired. You're not you're just not on right, it. Right, right. And how you had talked about wanting to do something similar to League 42, and someone basically called you out on it, didn't they? Yeah, because you know I'd mentioned it on radio, and uh, my friends know how many years I've been talking about this, and. And how it's bothered me, and you get a full life, and you have this full-time job, and then you're trying to do this radio show as well, and you're trying to have some semblance of a personal life, and you just don't get to it. But about uh, last July, we I decided that I was going to see who might be interested in trying to help out. Uh, it's certainly, <laughs> but trust me, it's much, much more than a one person show and you have to have a lot of people who are like-minded and want to make something work and fortunately uh, I've been able to, to find that and the people who are uh, who are involved in League 42 are all very dedicated uh, they've given up a lot of their lives to to try to make this thing work and we're just we're a one big happy family right now we're having a great time with this there's nothing like being out at the ballpark at night and watching these kids uh, 
learn and play baseball, and uh, it's just a, a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Well, and, and I'm glad someone called you out on it, and you can count one more in as far as helping you. Hey, and I, before we went to the break, we were talking a little bit about the, this era of specialization that, that we're in. I want to get to that before this segment's over, but have you guys talked to any of the other uh, – You know, I think it would be a really cool opportunity for maybe – an older team, like I have a 14U team that, that plays primarily tournament ball, to come out and mentor some of those kids. Yeah, we're doing we're doing a lot of that actually, and we're going to do more. We're going to have a, a day set aside a week from Saturday uh, to where we just have pitchers and catchers uh, out of, out at McAdams for instruction. Uh, I'm going to work real hard in the next day or two to get uh, Gene Stevenson, the legendary former Wichita State coach. Uh, involved with us to some degree. Uh, what that involvement could be, I'm not sure, but I've heard, uh, and I know Gene, through a third party, has expressed interest in, in doing what he can to help us. Uh, instruction's a big part of this. Uh, we, we're doing okay in some areas, but as you know, Mickey, trying to teach young kids uh, to, to pitch and catch is very difficult. Um, so we we feel like that's an area where we can really point to for instruction. But back to the specialization, we don't want these kids to play baseball year-round. We don't want these kids to uh, go to clinics and feel like they have to go to clinics and camps and pay for, for private instruction. I think that's just a money grab for in a, in a lot of instances. Um, I want these kids to continue to play basketball, which they love, to continue to play football, which they love, and then just fit baseball in at the time of the season when it's appropriate. Uh, That's what I did as a kid. I played all sports. I'm sure you were the same way. Mm -hmm. I think that's healthy. Uh, I'm not a fan of specialization in youth sports because I think it leads to burnout. It it absolutely does, but I've got a personal experience with with a kid um, that, that had played with my older boys team for, this would have been his third year. They moved out from Georgia, um, and, and this was a kid that came, came in. The only sport he had ever played was baseball, but it wasn't that it, he wasn't specializing at the time. It's just what he had he had played. And his his, uh, his, his dad's a West Point guy, really, uh, uh, literally West Point guy, and was you know pretty strict. Great kid, maybe outside of my own kid, and sometimes including my own my own kid. One of my favorite kids I've ever coached, and. We have a my my boy doesn't play foot doesn't play football. But he does play basketball. And what we've done in the fall with the kids that weren't playing anything was offered them opportunity to. We went down to Oklahoma City to play in, in a couple of tournaments each fall, just just for the heck of it. It wasn't really stressful. We we're just going down to to have a good time. And we did practice some with uh, uh, with Charlie Ebright. You probably know who Charlie uh-huh. Ebright is out of, right. out of Bishop Carroll. Good friend of mine. Great baseball guy. Um, we would. We would practice them during the week. Well, Sam, this kid that, that I love with all my heart, was playing football, and he would show up after football practices and um, practice baseball, and then he would go play in those tournaments. And he did that for two falls, and then this spring or this winter when we started working out with our older boys, he was showing up after basketball practice. And one of the practices right before he actually quit, I noticed that something just didn't look right with him. He looked like he was just miserable, and I had never seen that from him in, in the past. And I think what has happened to him is he is just tired, Bob. 
And I think that happens to a lot of kids. And, and, and you know, at 12, 13, 10, 9, whatever the age is, that is a lot of force and a lot of uh, stress being put on joints. If you're going to be throwing a ball 10 months out of the year or 11 months out of the year, the body just needs time to re- re- relax and actually to heal itself. And at the same time, playing my experience was playing basketball. Basketball did was probably almost as good for my baseball career as baseball was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anything that can make you uh, use your body you know basketball is a completely different game it's, it uh, uses muscles and reflexes and requires abilities that maybe baseball doesn't um, I was listening to a conversation on the MLB network the other day uh, pertaining to pitching and why all the pitching injuries and uh, Jim Cott who I have a lot of admiration for a uh, great major league pitcher for many years I think Bob Costas was on this panel. I believe John Smoltz was on the panel. And they were talking about why these injuries are happening and why there's more and more. And part of it, of course, is youth baseball and getting kids to pitch from a very early age. And when you find a good pitcher in youth baseball, the inclination is to use that pitcher as much as possible because he's good. Mm -hmm. Um, But they were talking about what can be done in the future to try to alleviate some of these injuries, and it was interesting that they kind of settled on pitching off a flat surface as a way to try to avoid injuries, and that pitching off a mound was not a good idea and because of the torque created as on your release point and as you're going downhill and how it affects muscles and, and joints in your body. It was a fascinating discussion. And from what I heard there, it sounds like there will be a movement afoot at some point uh, to eliminate mounds from youth baseball. Now, that would be uh, an amazing thing because we've always just kind of associated pitching with mounds. Uh, We're pitching off flat surfaces with League 42 simply because these kids just haven't had any experience, and to try to put them on a mound would probably not be a good idea, but... Right. It was a it was a very interesting discussion uh, listening to that. Yeah, and I've not heard that one before, but a lot of it goes back to just simple common sense and overuse of the, of the kids. And we play in in a lot of U Triple S A tournaments and, and NBC tournaments. That are, that NBC is pretty big out here in, in Kansas. And what I find amazing is some of the rules that are out there that. Um, as a coach and a former college player, we pro- we put more emphasis with our kids on pitch count than we do innings because innings are irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but it amazed me to see that that you could um, it, in one of the the sanctions, a kid could pitch the morning game, and as long as there was a game in between those two games, they could bring him back for the for the third game. Well. If your kid is playing on a team where that is happening to him and he is the star pitcher, you're not doing him any favors. And I, one of the best things that ever happened to me, Bob, because I never had arm trouble. And you know most of the guys that make it to the college level probably uh, pitched at some point in time in high school. Mm-hmm. And um, I did pitch a little bit in high school. But in Little League, the, the year we won the state championship, I was so mad at my dad for, for most of the year because he – he wouldn't let me pitch much, and, and as a you know, as a twelve or thirteen year old kid, you want to pitch. And we finally got to uh, we got in a losers bracket and, and had to fight our way back, and we got to the championship game of the state tournament. And 
guess who was the only one left to pitch? Well, it was me. And um, to this day, my, my mom says, uh, uh, fusses at him because he didn't pitch me in the, in the first or second game in the regional. And my dad just basically looked at my mom and says, look, I watched what happened to, to my brother did have arm trouble. He says, I wasn't going to let it happen to Mickey. And while I was mad at him at 13, when I was 20 playing at Vanderbilt and had no arm trouble, and I still to this day have very little arm trouble. I could not have asked. I mean, this is one of the best things he ever did for me. But the well, but it not is a lot the, of parents have that insight. Of most parents, and I hate to categorize, but this is from my experience. Most most parents get as caught up in their kids' success as their kids, or maybe even more. Yes. Um, they don't understand uh, what that many innings and that many pitches can do to a young child uh we've seen it i've i've seen it happen firsthand with teams i've coached in the past and uh there was a summer and i'm I'm as guilty as anyone there was a summer uh when my son was uh still in middle school so the high he wasn't playing high school baseball yet so you start your season in what early april and we played 87 games from april may june and july um you know, would I think you get caught up in it? You, it's just a part of youth baseball these days that not only do you play a lot of games, but you also get a lot of instruction. You go play in a lot of tournaments. There's no such thing really as an off season, and I think that's dangerous. And, and it is. It uh, is absolutely dangerous. I ran into a, a team. We're almost at a break here, but I ran into a team when my my boy, my oldest boy, was nine or ten. And there was a, uh, I think it was a machine pitch game going on just up in front of us. And there was a group of seven-year-olds that were playing their 99th game at seven years old. Uh, Folks, we're going to talk more about this before we get to the end of the show. Also, we're going to give you all the information you need to to look up League 42 Wichita. And hopefully it inspires you to do something in the town that you're in um, or inspire somebody else to uh, to start looking at this and bringing the game of baseball the greatest America's pastime back to the kids of America especially those in, in inner cities and places where they just don't have enough money to play it today folks we'll be back from this break in a second talk, talk, talk that's all we do is talk yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. 
we're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. You are tuned to The Mickey Ellison Show. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or you can drop Mickey an email to mickey at money-planning.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Mickey Ellison Show. I have Bob Lutz with me, a sports writer for the Wichita Eagle, and um, obviously an avid baseball fan, and they they – the reason I wanted Bob on the show is it kind of goes along with uh, – uh, because of what they're doing in Wichita, and I do live here, I do want to get involved with it. But also, after having John O'Sullivan on, who is going to be on again next week from Changing the Game Project, you don't want to miss that. But um, with, with the game of baseball is a game that I – my first love of my life, um, and, and it's still with me today, and I'm hoping my kids uh, feel the same way about it. But Bob has created – started an organization with the help of some really good people here in Wichita to bring baseball and that experience to kids who otherwise may not get an opportunity to do so. Bob, thank you for being on the show again. And uh, give the information that you gave in the last segment for folks that do want to go uh, check out uh, Changing the Game uh, – Changing the Game – League 42 – and um, uh, and how people can actually help if they want to help. Well, as, as we talked about earlier, we have we will continue to have uh, a lot of needs for equipment, new and quality used equipment that we want to provide for these kids. We're going to pay for uniforms. We're also going to build some new facilities with the help of the Cal Ripken Senior Foundation out of Baltimore, Maryland. And uh, the first of those fields we hope to start construction on uh, by September 1st of this year, it's uh, close to a million dollars for one of those fields. We want to, we want them to be state of the art, first class. Everything we do with League 42, we want to be first class. So to do that, we need help, and uh, uh, there's ways to donate to us. One is through our website, league42.org. We have a very easy way to uh, to accommodate those who want to help us uh, on that on that website, and the other is through a post office box. That's two zero zero five one Wichita six seven two zero eight. And and you the checks are just made out to to League forty two Wichita. Just make that make those checks out to League forty two Wichita. That's correct, Mickey. And uh, we'll put that money to great use. We have a, a lot of goals and a lot of plans for what we want this organiz- organization to be. And uh, with the help of people, we uh, feel like we can make it happen. Yeah, and, and I believe you will, and you're gonna you're gonna have my help on this. From and, and now I have to help because I've let all of uh, uh, Voice America Radio know that I'm I've volunteered to do it. But you are on record. That, nothing more that I would rather do, and, and I'm actually going. I've got a, a a group of kids on our older team. There, we actually have a Christian baseball team called the Kings. It's called Kids in God's Service. So what a great opportunity to, to come serve. 
and uh, absolutely. Serve those. And we've got the support of high school coaches here in Wichita. We're going to use use them much more in the future. And we've got uh, college coaches who are very supportive. In fact, one of our clinics this winter, uh, when we did hold the clinic, was out at the indoor facility at Wichita State, and uh, their coach Todd Butler was uh, was there and has been extremely supportive of what we're trying to do. And well, we very much like- appreciate that. Yeah, folks like Billy Hall out there as well, correct? I think Billy, Billy Hall has been, has been helping us uh, quite a bit. And it's it's just a community effort. I think it's an easy cause to get behind because we're trying to teach baseball and help kids uh, in many other facets of their lives. We we grow very attached to these kids in a very short amount of time. Yeah, and I know how that, that works because you, you – Especially if you start with working with them for multiple years, because these kids just become a part of your life, and 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 you hope to have instilled something in them that will carry them the rest of their lives, and and in a positive way, not a negative way, because a lot of youth sports can leave kids with with negative thoughts and negative experiences. And I am really impressed with what what you guys are doing. Well, and uh, I'm sorry, ahead. Mickey, I didn't mean no. to step on you. That's my no, that's no. my co-hosting uh, fallacy. You All right. Well, you try can't try to get in a word edgewise sometimes. Right, I think you have a minute to say it, though. Okay, we're taking a group of kids in in that vein. We're taking a group of kids and parents up to Kansas City three weeks from today for a Royals game against Houston. We've chartered a couple buses. After the game, we're going to go tour the Negro Leagues Museum. Those are the kinds of things we like to do for our kids and our families. Well, and that Negro Leagues. Uh museum is, is spectacular if you're ever in kansas city go see that thing it is it is awesome folks we're at the end of the show actually we have about a, a three minute clip that I, I hope you will stick around and listen to um and it's for those of you who have kids or those of you that are kids and remember this and remember the movie filled of dreams folks it is let's bring this dream back to to the kids that right now are not getting the opportunity to participate in the great game, America's Pastime Baseball. Hey, Bob, thank you so much for being on the show. If you visit my website, you can actually click on uh, um, uh, League 42 Wichita and donate to the organization. Thanks for being here. Mickey, thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right, we'll talk to you soon. You catch a good game. Thank you. So beautiful here. For me, well, for me, it's like a dream come true. Can I ask you something? Is is this heaven? It's Iowa. Iowa? dreams come true.
much for joining us on the mickey ellison show mickey plans to be here again next wednesday morning at 8 a.m pacific time 11 a.m eastern time on the voice america variety channel we hope you'll be here too thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america variety channel For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 